Are you interested in learning to play an instrument? What kind of instrument? Banjo, fiddle, guitar, and the violin. I bet somebody out there is. Tell them about it. John Paul USA's got what you need to begin your musical journey today. We have in-person and online lessons for everyone. Visit us online at johnpaulusa.com and click Private Lessons. Tell us about yourself and we'll get in touch with you to discuss what package will best fit your budget and schedule. I'm J.P. Mathis. I'm Fiddlin' Leona. Contact us today. johnpaulusa.com Hey there, friends. It's your co-host, JP, from the JP Paul. Have you ever been riding around in your car and suddenly think, I need some of Fiddlin' Leona's music? Well, my friends, I have the remedy to your problems today. Visit FiddlinLeona.com, the Internet's one-stop shop for all things Fiddlin' Leona. FiddlinLeona.com, you can purchase legitimately signed CDs from the artist herself. You can also learn about all the latest news and upcoming concert dates. Don't forget to visit FiddlinLeona.com today, F-I-D-D-L-I-N-G-L-E-O-N-A. Three, two, one, hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that. I, that was my big time moment. I was going to end oh, that, and I just my pick my got caught goodness. in my screen or something. Anyway, well, I uh, hope everybody's doing well. This is the JP Pod. I'm JP. I'm Fiddlin' Leona. How you doing today, Fiddlin' Leona? I am doing good, except that last part or something. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> it's just like, I got hung up. Sometimes your finger picks on the banjo get hung up under the string or something. Oh, gosh. Uh, but, but anyway, we'll keep that blooper. Okay. Uh, anyway, this, today's a special cooking episode of the jp pod special cooking edition a lot of people's been asking us for this mm. uh so uh, are you cooking well no i'm more of a uh, moderator okay i'm gonna make sure that everything happens right okay. leona i'm gonna kind of give you a visual uh leona's at the stove class slash kitchen counter section and i'm sitting behind her <laughs> watching every move she makes <laughs> what's uh, what are we going to do on the menu today for this special cooking episode of the jp pod well oh, um yeah go ahead and talk about that and then we'll talk about our latest information okay well um i know if uh y'all are watching your facebook jp's mm -hmm. facebook uh you see a lot of my food right and um people has asked you know like what are them or you know people can't taste it because right. of the that's just a picture but um and uh, a lot of what i make is what would you say like a japanese home cooking food type thing you know so, just so, like yeah, some of it's home cooking and some of it, those like stuff that most people don't cook at home, but just because you have to make it because we're here. Yes, um, but um, of course, a lot of you are thinking Japanese people are always eating fish, or like you're always eating sushi type of thing. But um, we don't eat sushi all the time. We eat fish a lot, but we also eat a lot of meat as well. Am I right? Yes, yes. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> if, if there's weird moments in this podcast, just ignore it because this is a live episode of like stuff yes. going on. Yes. So, but yeah, uh, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> we eat a lot of meat. Yes. As well as fish. Yeah, and Japanese meat, beef or chicken or pork or anything, the, the one that people usually go for is the fattiest. Mm-hmm. We, um, everybody thinks Japanese people are so healthy, uh, you know, they're thinny, tiny people or something like that, but that's not really. No, and, and I can, I can give an, ex you know, I can give firsthand knowledge of this. Yes, when you're in Japan, yeah, you eat, you're not eating healthy, healthy, you know what I'm saying? But now you are having to walk. Yes. That's the difference. You're yes. actually moving around. So you walk to somewhere to eat, mm -hmm. then you walk back. Yes. And then also... Especially know, in the cities. Yes. 
But then people be saying like, well, you don't have, you don't eat that much of the portion or something. That's not the case either. I mean, yeah, I mean, there are buffets and everything. Yeah, the buffets. <laughs> That's kind of a funny. You remember that one buffet we went into? Uh, healthy, healthy food, food buffet. Yeah. I said, yeah, let's try that out. And I was like, wow. What was interesting about that is everybody in there was pretty large wouldn't they yes they were they were ready to eat very healthy food but buffet so you can imagine you know even if the food itself is healthy if you ate that buffet portion yeah uh i don't know the The, the, point it kind of kills the healthy part (laughs) yeah if you ate one plate full it might be okay but if you're going back for seconds and thirds it's gonna it's not gonna do anything nope but uh so, so yeah. Uh, so right now, today, okay, as we uh, decided to do this cooking show type thing, um, this is one of JP's favorite fried chicken, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming you all love fried chicken. Most of the world loves fried chicken. Yes, but um, and of course here. All those, you know, KFC fried chicken and right. stuff. Oh, I love it too. Mm-hmm. But um, this is a little bit Japanese-ish fried chicken. Is that yeah. something? Yeah, uh, and uh, this is more like, I don't know. You can also get it like food stalls and food trucks. and It's kind of a festival-y kind of food. Am I correct? Well, you can get it at convenience stores. Yes, that's my favorite. Anywhere, basically. Yes, convenience store has these fried chicken, always warm and fresh, and that's what I used to use. Yeah, used to eat all the time when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that why you were so big back then? Well, not in high school. No, that but, was earlier, uh, wasn't it? But my, I always think I know if this this may not be a very appropriate or so, but. Uh, I always believe that if you love fried chicken as a girl, you would have a big boobs. Is that <laughs> what a do myth? You think? <laughs> I always wondered, is that a myth? I don't know. I heard that and I was, you know, I don't have huge boobs or anything, but as a Japanese, mm-hmm. I do have pretty good sized boobs. Well, that's, well, <laughs> I, I guess there you go. And, uh, you know, after I moved over here, all the girls who had huge boobs, when we go to the restaurant, everybody orders a fried chicken. And I'm like, there you go. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm no scientist or no uh, uh, dietitian or anything like that, but but yeah. uh, maybe there's something to that. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. I mean, it could be. I mean, I've always heard it's like the, the hormones or whatever. Yeah. Especially in like fast food chicken. <laughs> so I'm not sure, but uh, but uh, I love fried chicken, and you love my fried chicken also. Yes. yes. So today we are going. I'm gonna, um, I guess, give away my recipe. Yeah, for and she's mine. literally cooking as we yes. speak. She's she's going to explain it to you here in a yes. minute if you want to try it at home. Yes. So, and we'll also put up uh, uh, some pictures uh, on the, the Facebook page and uh, just to type in the J, uh, this, uh, the JP Pod mm-hmm. on Facebook and it's our fan page so we'll put if you need some pictures to kind of show you what, what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go ahead and quickly mention uh, our upcoming shows just briefly. Okay. Uh Saturday, March the 30th, Leona and I will, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, we'll be live at the Elizabethan's Elks Lodge in Elizabethan, Tennessee. Uh, Elks Lodge is a private organization. Good organization raises monies for a lot of uh, monies for charities and different uh, uh, organizations throughout the, throughout the region and throughout the, throughout the country, basically, or the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, a wonderful place. You do, uh, a lot of people will be like, "Well, I have to be a member." Well, not really. They'll let, uh, not not at this. This is uh, open, so uh, we can we can get you in. Just tell them tell them you know JP and Phil and Leona, and you can get in the front door. 
But uh, so we'll be there on Saturday, March the 30th. Like I say, that starts at 8 30 p.m. And then on Friday, April 12th, we'll be in Roan Mountain, Tennessee at the station at 19E. We'll be back at the station. Back at the station. We were discussing that earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Leona's main original, original song or whatever is back at the station. We didn't even do that at the station. Hmm. So. Maybe we can rearrange that uh, that tune that's on. That's on your first album. That's the... No. No, second Second album, album. I'm sorry. I guess that's not your main, main song. But your, <laughs> your main song, I guess. But uh, anyway, back at the station, uh, we recorded that on your second album, which is available... It's on iTunes, correct? Yes. iTunes, Amazon. You can go to www.fiddlingleona.com. Uh, interesting side note to that story... Uh, it was actually written uh, for if if anybody's kind of movie nerds out there, Richard Linklater's film, Slacker, <laughs> kind of his first film when he, uh, I guess his introduction film to the to the world or whatever. If you watch uh, Slacker, the very first scene, it's it's a strange movie that's just several different scenes throughout the movie mm-hmm. of just random misfits who live in Austin, Texas, and just loaf and hang around all the time, mm-hmm. but. The first, uh, the first segment of the movie is kind of, kind of, what gave me the idea for the song. It's uh, well, you, if you watch the movie and listen to the song, you you might understand the connection. I'm not really sure, but <laughs> but uh, that was kind of the inspiration for that song. But we'll be at the station at 19E. That's 8 p.m. on Friday, April the 12th, and that kicks off the Ramp Festival weekend. I see. All right. And uh, so, uh, so there'll be uh, lots of cooking going on there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be ramp. especially all day Saturday. The next day, mm-hmm. they're going to be open throughout the day, and they're going to have ramps and food yes. and popcorn and events. And yes. So we're kind of going to kick kick everything off on Friday night. Yes. Speaking of ramps, um, I know you like to just to eat as it is i can eat them yeah raw yes but that 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 messes my stomach up Mm -hmm. so um we often after we um catch or hunt or however you say Mm -hmm. uh dig dig them Mm -hmm. um we sometimes pickle them Mm -hmm. uh or my favorite was uh i put it in the gyoza dumpling Mm -hmm. what do you call gyoza Uh, in english either chinese dumplings Mm -hmm. or uh Fog hats? Fog hats. That's a band. What? Uh, uh, some hmm, stick. Pot stickers. Pot stickers. Yeah, pot stickers. That's right. Yeah. But um, instead of uh, garlic, um, I use ramp in the meat. Uh, yeah, in the meat. To, yeah, the wrap. ground pork mixture. Uh-huh. And uh, that's, you know, gives a lot of flavor. I, I really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, a lot of people don't eat the leaves of ramp. Which just a just a quick disclosure: ramp is a wild mountain leek that only is good for a few weeks in the springtime. Mm-hmm. It's but, the first uh, thing that comes up. But the leaves are really good if you just uh, toss a little bit into the salad or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little uh, give you the uh, like a spicy hot taste. Yes. Yeah. So I like to do that too. So yeah, check uh, check out ramps if you don't know what they are. Or look it up <laughs> online if you're a little confused. Uh, yep. We're not talking about like bicycle ramps or car ramps or anything. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But so anyway, so uh, we've got our got our events out of the way. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're so talk about this this kala age. Karage. Kala age. And how do you spell that in English? K a r a r e. No, hey, you're right. Yeah, never mind. (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah, I was correcting Uh, your spelling in Japanese. (laughs) And you are wrong. K A R A, kind of like a dash, age, A G E. Looks like age. Age, yes. But pronounce age because everything in E in Japanese is A sound. So 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 age ageru is actually a verb meaning of frying, deep frying. Mm So, um, karage is the name for this. Um, 
do you want me to explain what ingredients you need to have to yeah, start let's, with? Yeah, let's go ahead and start out with the, with the ingredients list, and then we can take it uh, take it from there. What do they? If someone's wanting to make kalaage, what do they need to go purchase? First, you need a chicken thigh. Thighs. Be sure to use thighs. Yes. Thighs are so neglected. <laughs> Don't you think so? Yes. Especially here. It's almost like that's the the cheap meat. That's the best meat. Especially especially if you're a, a mentally big guy like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentally. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I lost weight, but, but in my mind, I still like really good food. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yes. Uh, I just have to... Uh, I just have to run all the time and uh, try not to and just eat one portion. But but uh, but anyway, so the thighs, uh, uh, you know, it's pretty fatty part. So it's not going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It's going to be succulently delicious. So go for those thighs. Yeah. Now, some people, uh, do you prefer thighs if you can find it with skin on it? Or? Yes, I actually prefer with the skin on it. It's hard to find around here. Yes, uh, if you get the whole chicken, you can cut get it off. The, yes, cut it off. But uh, seems like people around here don't like the skin. But oh chicken gosh, skin the is skin. the best oh. part, especially if you deep fry. Mmm, mm, that gets the crunchiness, and uh, so. But you get me all worked up back in here over that. <laughs> But oh, uh, chicken yes. skin. But um, you can use uh, chicken breast. Uh, the only thing is it's not going to be juicy as a chicken thigh. So if you're going to make this uh, my karage, mm-hmm. um, you, need to, you need to find a chicken thigh. Mm-hmm. But uh, so portion is kind of up to you. <laughs> How many people you're having. Well, yeah, it it depends on how many people you're having. uh, Just kind of explain what we're doing. This is two people. Yes, for two people. um, And I always make just a little bit more than uh, usually I would cook for a Japanese people. Just because uh, I know that you... uh, you love this. Yes, so you it's one of my favorites. A little bit more than usual. But uh, about, um, I would say, three chicken thighs. Um, again, it, it will be dependent on um, uh, how big these thighs are, also. Right, yeah. But uh, I usually get this chicken from a fresh market. Yes, yes. And uh, they, they sometimes have on sale. So just uh, uh, get those, and uh, sorry, this uh, my rice Rice is is, done. (laughs) But uh, um, okay, so the thighs, you're gonna uh, cut it up in small pieces, just a mouthful that you'll be able to kind of yeah, yeah, an individual like bite-sized piece, probably about what about two inches. Yeah, about two or three, like about two inches. If you can, if you can eat two inches, that'd yes. be about fine. And uh, as much as you could, uh, try to almost cut every pieces in the same size. As close as you can as get to the same. As close as it gets, yeah. because it'll be easier if you do that. So the one might be taking a little bit longer to cook, or you know, those type of things won't happen if it's even. Everything cook about the same time. And you so. necessarily don't have to worry about how you cut it as long as it's no. within that size. It's just a chunk. Yes, chunk. So it don't have to be, um, you know... A certain way. Certain or, ways or yeah. anything like that. Just uh, just chop it up. Bite-sized bite chunks. Size. Bite-sized chunks. You remember that bite-sized chunks? Yes. I'm going to name a band that. And then another thing, another stuff you need to be preparing is, uh, first, you need a garlic. Mm-hmm. Um, for this portion, I just used, how do you say, one clove? One right? clove, yeah. Clove. Clove. Yeah, no clove of garlic. Uh, or, like I said, uh, the clove... Is it kind of depends on once again, um, depends on the uh, garlic you get. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like to put a little bit garlicky, so I put one in the small piece mm-hmm. um, today. And so, uh, one whole clove, yes, okay, the one piece. What do you do to it? Uh, you're gonna have to graze, uh, grate it, grate it, okay. So, uh, one clove of garlic and what should I say? About one same size of ginger. 
Yeah, about the same, basically the same size of ginger that your piece of garlic. Was. Yes, and both needs to be grated, and uh, that's kind of the taste it's gonna. So this is the marinade. Yes, it's gonna. Well, yes, it's still more, but that portion mm-hmm. of garlic or the ginger kind of decides, you know. You want garlicky or a little more gingery yeah, taste, yeah, so right. you can kind of adjust that um, however you would like to. But um, so those are the two things it needs to be, like I said, graded. Mm-hmm. And so after you, in the big bowl, you put the uh, chopped up chicken thigh mm-hmm. and put garlic and the ginger grazed, mm-hmm. grade, grated. Grated, yeah. Yes. And now... Grated. All right. The liquid situation, you're going to need cooking wine, which I use sake, Uh cooking sake. Uh, You can purchase this at the Asian market. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's in Johnson City, Kingsport. uh, Well, I mean, wherever you're at. Wherever you're at, you can find this. Or even regular cooking uh, wine is available at uh, Food City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure every grocery store have that. Mm-hmm. Um, cooking wine. If you can't find cooking sake, can you use probably white wine? White wine should be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing is uh, make sure that don't have like a sweet flavor to it. Make sure it's pretty dry. Yeah, pretty dry wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can substitute that as wine, white mm-hmm. wine. And then, of course, we need to have a soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer to buy Japanese uh, market, Asian market soy sauce, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that's available at even Walmart or something like Kikoman. that. Kikoman. Kikoman is what I use, but yeah. I think there's a other kind also. Mm-hmm. So soy sauce and sesame oil. I'm sure that's available at Walmart, too. Yeah, you can find... Uh, uh, man, I hate to do all this advertising for Walmart. <laughs> um. But the, all these liquid sake, uh, mm-hmm. cooking wine, soy sauce, uh, sesame oil. Soy sauce is called shoyu mm-hmm. in Japanese. And then sesame oil uh, is goma abra. Uh, those three, about tablespoonful mm-hmm. each of them. Okay. And dump it into the big bowl big with chick- bowl. chicken thigh with... Mm grated ginger and uh, garlic. And you just mix that up, right? Mix that up. Let it sit at least, at least 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. Room and temperature? Room temperature, just okay. to leave it out. If this is too cold, it won't cook good. Okay. So everything, Um, that's another thing I need to talk about. Um, <laughs> everybody here seriously are scared of this meat laid out in the room temperature right right because like salmonella and stuff like that yes but seriously meat have to be room temperature before you cook it needs to reach that same temperature that way it doesn't have that far to go to cook yes Every, I mean, I'm not... You'll actually have a bigger problem with the center not being cooked if it's cold. Yes, well, that's the reason everybody burns everything until every meats are dry and I can't even swallow it. (laughs) So, uh, meats have to be room temperature before you cook. And I know you were, like, terrified about that when (laughs) we first started living together. You were like, do you need to put this meat in the refrigerator, blah, blah, blah. Or you didn't even tell me and put it back in the refrigerator when I was just leaving it out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, (laughs) I got so mad or something like that. But uh, meat gets better if it's, as in the term of aged, but it's not, you know. Right, it's not like weeks not really, old yes, or something. something yeah. like that. I mean, the steaks and stuff, they do that Yeah, sometimes. some people do leave steaks out for a long time. Yes, but, uh, but for this situation, we are going to deep fry. And as you know, deep fry is not going to take that long of the time. So you have to make sure these are room temperature so it can cook all the way. Yeah, because the that way you won't burn the outside. That's right. And then it won't be 
dry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So after, like I said, you mix this mixture together, you let it sit for mm-hmm. at least 30 minutes.、Mm-hmm. Um, but this process can be even overnight as much as you let it sit.、Mm-hmm. The taste、mm-hmm. goes in. Plus, too, you also have soy sauce and such in there. Does that have some sort of preserving? Yes, of course. The... It's got salt in it or sodium. Yes. So... Well, the sodium and stuff usually cuts the、uh, moisture、mm-hmm. out、uh, from the meat.、Mm-hmm. And, and also, the、uh, alcohol, this uh, sake, mm-hmm. uh, uh, will、um, make everything softened. Okay, so you're, you're, you're hardening it and then you're softening it. No, not hardening it, but、okay. <laughs> cutting the moisture out of it. Right, true, true,、yes. true. Oh, I、yes. see what you're saying. You're pulling it out and then putting the sake in. The salt in. sake to、uh, yeah. make it moist. But、yes. uh, of course, as I mentioned, as I mentioned, I said the sake and the soy sauce. Sake needs to be first. Mm hmm. Okay. Oh, when you in the mixing, we have a, yes. In um, um, if you speak Japanese, you know this Japanese alphabet, I E U E O Kakikuke Ko Sashisuse. So that's our alphabet,、mm-hmm. like your ABC. But um, um, we have this Sashisuse so rule for cooking.、Mm-hmm. Anything to do with sa have to be the very beginning. So sake or、mm-hmm. sato, which is sugar or something like that, is always. The very oh, the first ingredient. Yes. Okay. So, sake is the first. And then, show you start with the shi sounds. So, show you have to be second. So, on this, show you soy sauce. On this、um, particular recipe, like I said, a sake,、mm-hmm. uh, uh, cooking wine.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether it's sake, cooking wine, or like I say, if you can't find it, a dry white、yes. wine. So,、uh, cooking wine, soy sauce. And then sesame oil. That's the、uh, order you、mm-hmm. need to mix okay, into this.、Okay. So let's say、um, we put this together for about 30 minutes now.、Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, you can do overnight if you want to, if you like the really strong、mm-hmm. flavor to it. And you can, if you do that overnight, of course. Put it in the refrigerator. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> Are you just supposed to leave it out?、Like? No, no, no. You put it in the refrigerator. But still bring but, it out of the fridge yes, before, before you cook. Yes, before you cook, you need to be,、uh, bring it out about maybe what, 15 to 30 minutes,、mm-hmm. just making sure that it gets to room temperature.、Mm-hmm. But after that, you're going to have,、uh, on this portion, I'm going to use one egg. Okay. Okay. So. And so this is the portion of about three good size eggs. Chicken、or thighs. thighs. Yes. And then I'm just、Boneless. using the egg.、Mm-hmm. That's right. And egg, you just break it into this ball and you're going to let set. Okay. For another 30 minutes. Do you, also. Do you, but you beat the egg, correct? Well, no, you just break it in. And then just the mix、ball. it up. Or, you might, I mean, if you want to be very careful,、mm-hmm. um, you can beat it and then pour it in. The ball、um, doesn't matter, but you're gonna mix with the meat anyway. Okay, so, so you're now mixing the egg in with the with the marinade, marinated the meat. meat, yes.、Mm-hmm. And once again, you're gonna kind of let it sit after you mix it after up. After you、together. mix it up, yeah, you want you want all the、uh, you want all the flavors to kind of、uh, marry together.、Mm-hmm. And this process d o n t have to be overnight because this is just to get ready to fry. Right. So、um, the liquid part、mm-hmm. is the one that it could be overnight. Right. Don't put the egg in overnight, basically. No.、Okay. no. You don't. I mean, don't do you, that till right before you. Yeah, I mean, you can, but it、right. d o n t really do anything. Do much <laughs> difference in that. So egg can be at the very end and then let it sit for a while. So, while you're waiting for this meat to be ready,、mm-hmm. um, another thing you need to get ready is, of course, oil on the deep, I guess, 
would you have a deep fryer? Everybody would have a deep uh, fryer? Not everybody, but some people do. Okay. I mean, we use the stovetop. Yes, but... and we just put it in a, a deeper pot. Yeah, like, yeah, the deeper, yeah, yes. pot. Yes, and <laughs> then uh, if you like the air fry, I guess now these people are using that because it's healthier. Mm -hmm. um, you can do that also. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to be deep frying it but mm -hmm. uh i like to do it old 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 way yeah so. there's something about that <laughs> but, i mean i have to say that air fry thing is it tastes good and uh it does the job so mm -hmm. um if you're really really strict about how much calorie you are able to take and stuff um like i said you can do that with the air fry also but uh other than the oil in a pot um you're gonna need uh all-purpose flour mm-hmm and next one is could be a little bit difficult potato starch yeah i kind of feel if people live in the bigger areas than we do it's easier to find yes i mean that's katakuriko what's that's what we call um is but for always... some reason around here none of the regular grocery stores carry it hmm. well i heard walmart does i just never seen it but uh, you can you can use cornstarch because mm -hmm. I know you all have cornstarch in your pantry. But um, this particular recipe, um, I would prefer uh, potato starch because I want it to be crunchy outside. Mm -hmm. In order to do so, potato starch doesn't really do that job much right. as a potato starch. So if you could find a potato starch, all the Asian grocery stores usually have it. Mm. And the another place I uh, often go is that, um, what's that place called? What's the true name? Do you know? I have no idea. Amish store in... Bulk goods and... Uh, Amish store in Greenville, Greenville yeah. yes. And... It's on 106, Highway 106. Yes, I like all of their uh, flowers, bread flowers, mm -hmm. uh, potato starch, any type of those things. I often go there to buy. Greenville, Tennessee. By yes. The uh, cornbread meal, mm -hmm. I, I, I buy that too. So um, they do carry potato starch. So um, all-purpose flour and potato starch. Um, for this portion... I used about two tablespoons or maybe almost three-ish, both same amount, three tablespoons mm -hmm. each, mm -hmm. and just mix it together. You don't have to have whisking, yeah. uh, what you call them, um, you don't have to have those you know, when, when you're baking cakes or something that you use. Yeah, yeah, whisks, uh, I don't know. You just, or, yeah. if you have... Spatula or not a spatula? I don't know what that's called. What's it called? I this <laughs> when you whip cream and stuff. Um, you just need this to just kind of mix it up, make sure that. Let me take a picture of that thing so we can put it on there since we can't explain what it is. <laughs> Here, hold that out. No, you're fine. We'll use that. Okay, we have a picture of it. Okay, I'll look it up on the internet. <laughs> hold on, keep going. Not let me see what that's called. Yes. So, um, after you put those, uh, egg into the chicken, you could pour this, uh, flour and the potato starch mix into the bowl also, but in order to make the crunchness, you put those flour and potato starch in a different bowl. Did you get that part? Yes. I, I did. I'm looking on the internet, but yeah, I got that total. Yeah, because I want make i want to make this crunchy as possible so if you put it into this all the moisture and everything in it um it's not gonna be that crunchy so um if you're if you like crunchy fried chicken then uh like i said a mix those are flour and potato starch in the different bowl did you get that name no, I'm still working on it. Keep going. You're still working on it, but... Um, well, I don't know what it's called. It's kind of hard to find. Well, that's just some type of that uh, tool that you use to make whipping cream or something. Whipped cream. Yes. 
and I usually cook with chopsticks. Um, some people don't understand how I do it, but uh, when we cook in Japan, we use this long chopsticks. It's a whisk. It's a whisk, right? Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Yes. But, the, the other thing we were talking about wasn't a whisk. What's it called? Oh, okay. So you don't know that one. Huh? <laughs> You're the cooker. Okay. I don't know. Right. Well, I don't know much of the English English names. words, yeah. Yes. But uh, I use this chopsticks to cook anything. And uh, I remember the uh, very first time that I came over here, um, I was in a dorm room with mm -hmm. the American girl and... Uh, that girl, when I started cooking, I can't remember what, what I was cooking or anything, but I used this chopstick we call saibashi. And she stood right next to me and then said, oh, You use chopsticks to cook? That's so cool. Do yeah, you think big, so? Big, long chopstick. Uh, <laughs> what? What did you just say? Big, long chopsticks. What did you just say? I well, hope I didn't hear what yeah, I, heard, I, I, I thought. Yeah, I didn't know. It was a, a Freudian <laughs> slip. Or something. Oh, my goodness. Okay. but uh, is Chopsticks. That... Chopsticks. Huh? Chopsticks. Chopsticks. Big, long chopsticks. Yes. I know. Do, do you think that's do you think that's kind of weird? I think it's... Well, I mean, honestly, yes. It is? Yeah. I mean, for us, we never see anybody... You know, people, especially here in Tennessee, ever see anybody cook with chopsticks. Huh. Especially the long ones. Well. I've never seen it till I went to Japan. <laughs> well. All right. So, so where are we at now in the process? Well, we are getting ready to make this oil hot enough mm -hmm. to be able to fry this meat. Okay. And uh, so let's, we need to wait a little bit. So what else do you like or what do you think um, people would love as a Japanese food? Well, I think anything, you know, uh, a lot of people always say like when, when you know, if, you, if I mention Japan or anything, some people say, I don't know how you eat over there. Because like I say, the, the idea is, is that Japanese people eat sushi constantly and i can i can attest to this the only people that eat sushi constantly in japan are the foreigners like me who live there ah uh, true i see i, <laughs> I see. eat sushi all the time or sashimi yes um but i just did because i just always do because i can't get it get good yes fish here yes so i eat it you know what two or three times a week yes um to japanese people sushi is more of a like a occasional stuff, mm -hmm. um, like if I'm graduating or if you're mm, if birthday I'm birthday or, or something to celebrate, something big time, something New Year's, something like that. Um, kind of like Applebee's. Here. Yes, because I mean, I mean, unless you go on, you go to those uh, rotating sushi that uh, sushi rotate around you. Yeah, yeah, a conveyor belt. Yeah, and then those are cheap, but. Um, I'm not that big fan of those sushi because it's not really good sushi. Um, I would have preferred to go expensive places, but I can't afford it. So, so we just go to the cheap ones. Yes, um, unless I <laughs> so, get to ask somebody. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so so anyway, so you know, most people have that idea of people wanting to eat sushi all the time in Japan. Or mm -hmm. uh, let me just go ahead and tell you, if you're listening, hibachi. <laughs> that is not Japanese. Not the, at all. <laughs> here, here, it's so messed up. It's the actual grill does ex that kind of grill does exist in Japan, but it's called teppanyaki. Yes. It's and... not hibachi. Hibachi is like a campsite, like a small grill, right? Like a hibachi is like a uh, yes, like a charcoal grill, tabletop, charcoal tabletop grill thing. Uh, I mean, it's kind of old timey mm -hmm. way. Um, my granny used to have one, mm -hmm. and uh, we would burn a uh, mochi, sticky rice, on top of right. it. Or when we had uh, those huge crab legs and stuff, you put it on top, and that cooks the best. But that's not what you think 
hibachi is. Right. And <laughs> the best way to explain it, think of like a Coleman uh, camping charcoal grill. Yes. All right. So so that's not Japanese either uh, at all. I mean, maybe Benihana was Japanese, but uh, <laughs> that idea was something he, you know, that was created for here. Yes. So in Japan, there are so many familiar dishes like this kalage, this fried chicken. Uh-huh. And it's Japanese takes on Western dishes. Yes. Uh, whether it's from Europe or the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they have uh, tonkatsu, mm-hmm. which is deep fried pork chops, basically. Yes. It's really good. It's really thick, yes. juicy. They use fatty mm-hmm. uh, pork loin kind of kind of meat mm-hmm. uh, and bread it, deep fry it. Uh, that is Japanese interpretation of, you know, like Wiener Schnitzel or yes. something from the West. Mm-hmm. And But it has the Japanese take on it. They have the different sauces and they use a little different ingredients. But, but at the time, they weren't trying to make it different. They were just using what they had available mm-hmm. to create the Western dishes mm-hmm. that they had been introduced to. Because yeah. Japan was a, a closed society mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. So once they opened it up, everybody's like, wow, like, what is all this? So people started creating their Japanese versions of Western dishes. Uh-huh. Had to take a quick pause for the calls there while we were <laughs> waiting for the oil to heat. But we're getting ready to go into the process of after we've got the cornstarch and such, uh-huh. we've got the, the meat ready, uh-huh. correct, uh-huh. in the marinade and egg. Uh-huh. So now we've dusted, you know, put the meat into another bowl mm-hmm. with the dust, <laughs> the dust, the which dust. is uh, flour uh, and a potato starch, all-purpose flour and potato starch. So we've so. covered covered the surface good. Mm-hmm. What you want to do too is to make sure that your oil is hot enough, mm-hmm. and you can do that by just taking a few lumps of the pieces in mm-hmm. your uh, oil. In your oil, just take a like. Well, you take flour or something. Mm-hmm. Just throw a little bit in there and see if it bo- sizzles good. Yes, and then if it is. See time. if we can hear it. There we go. Do you hear that from a distance? Maybe. I don't know. I hear it. Of course, I may be hearing it from... <laughs> from but so anyway, so it's cooking good. And like I say, your oil temperature is very important. Do you have any tips on trying to achieve temperature? Or do you just need to keep checking it until it starts sizzling? Yes. My... And you don't want to make sure it don't get too hot, right? That's right. Bring it back down if it seems like it's burning or something. Yes. But, uh, like I said, you put a few pieces in, which makes the temperature to go down. Mm-hmm. So you are, you are keep, like, constantly keep. You can regulate the temperature by adding more chicken pieces, cold chicken pieces. Well, or, not, not cold, cold but, but room temperature. <laughs> I'm sure that you are hearing it now. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm hearing it. I'm hoping everybody <laughs> else is, too. So, anyway. So... So once it starts frying, you when control do... the when what? Okay, what's next then? Oh, control the temperature. Like I said, you don't want it to be too high because you don't want to burn outside and not cook not the inside. Yeah. So make sure the temperature is good, and then I mean after that you will see the color changing, um, sound changing, everything. So what's your like, when do you think it's done? When do I think it's done? <laughs> That's a difficult question. Um, I can hear the sound. Are you taking pictures? Yeah. Of the frying. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, so, so it's frying here, and you're just, you're kind of just feeling the whole surface of the bowl. Or, or gradually, slowly. Yeah. You don't want to put it all in there at one time. No. So you want to just gradually put it in. Yes. And like I said, a key is to control the temperature. Right now, like I know your stove. If you're listening, your stove is not the exact one we have, but just for an example, you're kind of riding around number four out of ten, right? Yeah, in the middle right now. After I put it in, so. So you, but you turned it up. At the beginning. At the beginning, higher. I mean, it's just to make sure that oil gets hot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like I said, that kind of depends on how good of the 
stove you are using, so and so. Yeah, that's always my oh, watch it. <laughs> that's always my uh, mistake. You know, I can fry stuff, but trying to gauge the the time. Yeah. And you know, if you want to, also you know, check you a piece to make sure if you'll make sure it cooked all the way, cut it in half or something to make mm -hmm. sure. And okay, so the first bunch that I put in is about getting good color. Mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna go ahead and take it out. Not dark brown, but just kind of medium brown. Yes. And then the smaller pieces are about done also. So just kind of either medium brown or dark tan. Yeah. Just put it up for a minute because I am going to fry it mm -hmm. one more time at the very end. That's another key. That's what makes it extra crunchy. Is that correct? Yes. At the very end, what I do is I will just cook everything in high temperature mm -hmm. to make the outside crunchy. All right, we're back again. We went ahead and fast-forwarded just a little bit <laughs> so you didn't have to sit here and listen to us mumble anymore. So now we're at the process of... So, so she, Leona has fried all of the kalage, the Japanese-style fried chicken. Mm -hmm. uh, and and you've taken it out, and you've... Uh, probably best to put it in something, at least with a paper towel, to kind of catch some early grease, correct? Yes, I mean, uh, if you have those, uh, what do you call, co cookie-cooling mesh... Fine. Yeah, something where you can. Yeah, I know <laughs> once again, I don't have a official name for anything. Yeah, this is the worst. Like, we're having the worst time with explain. And some of these things we use, I don't know what the I don't know what the English word is. I just know whatever Leona calls yes. it. But so. uh, just to have those uh, uh, cookie cooling off mesh thing. Yeah, to let the little bit of extra yes. oil. That's but, another key uh, with Japanese food too. Even stuff that's fried, there's a lot of effort to get extra oil, oil. out of it. Yes. So once you uh, fried the first run of chicken to be, you know, kind of what do you call this yellow? Yeah, kind of, kind of golden, a little golden, golden. Just yeah, a not little brown, bit. not brown. And you can, of course, you can eat as it is. But like I said, as I mentioned, I want, I like it crunchy mm -hmm. outside and juicy inside. Mm -hmm. So uh, in order to give the very crunchy feel. You have to do the second fry with a very high temperature, which you need to be very careful because the oil is really, really high. Mm -hmm. But uh, and then also the at this point the moisture in the chicken is almost to explode, so be careful when you do it. But um, I think I'll try if you can hear this sound. Okay, here we go. Ready? Oh, they can hear that. So this is the second fry. Yes. And when you do the second fry, you don't do it very long, do you? No. Until the outside is to get... Um, and your temperature's still on the... Well, it, I You, you heated it back it, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. High. But you're back down to the four area. Well, so. not because I had to talk. Okay, so I it's see. high temperature. All right, so, so when you do... And then you do the second fry, you can go ahead and start putting several in, right? Yeah. And then, like I said, uh, once once it gets to the point that its temperature gets uh, down, if you put too much, mm -hmm. so make sure the temperature control is very important. But you see that you see those colors and the sound. Let me do that one picture one more time. Hold that up. Sound changes. It does, the higher pitch. Higher pitch. Mm -hmm. Then that means you're done. True. You can actually hear that on the microphone. It gets very tinny. Yes. High pitch sound. Yes. And just make sure you, make sure to keep your chicken separated from the ones you've second fried. And when you do second fried, it does add a little bit of more brown to it. Yes. And you can even, you can see the crunchiness on it. Oh, yeah. So, uh... So once we show you the pictures, that'll be good. This is a simple, and like I say, most people would never think this is a Japanese dish. I know. Fried chicken. Yeah. But what makes it Japanese, I guess, is the marinade. Yeah, soy sauce and mm -hmm. all that. Sake and stuff like that. Yeah. But like I said... Uh, and you can use true sake if you just have plain sake, right? <laughs> uh, if you want to waste it, but right, yes, right. because it's more expensive. But... Uh, you can use any type of liquor if you don't have it. Mm -hmm. Preferably something 
close to white wine. Yet. Could you use moonshine? Regular clear moonshine? I guess it does. I've never tried. <laughs> well, we should try that then. True. But uh, yes, anything alcohol in it mm -hmm. is kind of, like I said, that's too tenderized for me. Right, right. So I guess I guess in that case, you could have do Coke or something, but uh, I don't know about the sugar, how it would taste. No, yeah, Coca-Cola. Yes. Yeah. Well, make sure you was right on that. You could, he's like, you know, you could <laughs> no, do Coke or something. Please. I'm like, no, what? no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so after you fry these, however you want to eat, I sometimes like to have a little slice of lemon. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh, squeeze a little lemon on over top of all of it. Something like that. Or some people have put just a little bit, tiny bit uh, of uh, salt or so. Mm -hmm. But uh, like I said, my preference is just a little bit of lemon squeeze. Mm -hmm. little lemon juice brings out a lot of flavors in yes, food. Yes, it does. That citrus, citrus kind of. Yes. Yeah. I love citrus. Very refreshing. So, that. But in Japan, um, there's a lot of those uh, karage place, fried, mm -hmm. deep fried chicken place. Right. But do you remember the one uh, chain place, actually, um, in Shibuya? Mm -hmm. uh, we went to eat fried chicken, mm -hmm. and they had, like, a sauce bar. Right. That you could put whatever the sauce you want to put yeah, on yeah, like, oh yeah they had like 15 different kinds of yeah. sauces and then and they, they had like a hot sauce uh you know like a tomato sauce that type of thing but they had a chocolate sauce mm, yeah and i am a chocolate person mm -hmm. i love chocolate i need to eat chocolate every chocolate day person. <laughs> but right Never had a, an exp experience of eating chicken mm -hmm. with chocolate sauce, mm -hmm. but it was delicious. Yeah, that's true. I mean, sometimes sweet stuff does go with things you don't expect. Mm -hmm. It's like my, I, I probably talk about this constantly, but peanut butter pizza, mm -hmm. where the peanut butter was the sauce and yeah. cheese was on top. I thought it was going to be really, really weird, but it worked. Yeah. So that kind of... Uh, weird mm. you would think that's a weird combination but it works i don't know about chocolate sauce onto this fried chicken though it's yeah it might not be yeah you'd probably waste the flavoring flavoring I, I do have to admit leona's leona's karage uh, japanese style fried chicken is uh, amazing there's no two there's no way around that you think so yeah i mean i i, I love your Yours is probably the best I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Well. I mean, and I've had uh, in Japan. You know, I've had it from the Seven Eleven, yeah. <laughs> all the convenience <laughs> stores, which they are good. Yeah. Well, it's just like here. It's just like those these places around here. They're called roasted chicken. That's in some convenience stores or gas stations. Mm -hmm. That's actually pretty good chick fried I chicken. See, I stuff. see. I see. So yeah, convenience stores. I guess worldwide sometimes have fried chicken. I see. Well, everybody loves fried chicken, so um, we we kind of mentioned about the other uh, kind of um, not not traditional traditional Japanese food like tonkatsu, the right. deep fried pork, deep -fried and stuff. pork chops. Um, if you guys, if you if everybody have um, requests. Oh, yeah, if anybody has, like, you want us to kind of explain how we make something, if there's, it, it, you know, and we, we can make it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know, if, you, if, you, well, if you've seen on your Facebook post or something, or our Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're wondering how I make those things. Ask um, us, because we're, we're planning on, we'll do some of these series. Yeah, we, the might, food do, episodes. we might do a little videoing or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah, videos would help, too. I just thought the fried chicken would be easy on a podcast, because it's fairly simple. Yeah. It's not that difficult. But, uh, so, so anyway, so you've got the last piece coming out. Oh, she just held the piece as it sizzled <laughs> up to the microphone. It? Don't get that on my microphone. <laughs> okay. All right, so... So now, let me get a photo so everybody can know from which point this happened. I see. All right. So they're all finished now. 
It's just uh... All right, now we'll put it out into a plate. Yes. And maybe cut one open so you can see the juiciness inside. Hold okay. on just a second. We'll be right back. See, I told you, hold on just a second. We would be right back, and my promise was kept. And now we are finished. We've taken the double fried kalaage, Japanese-style <laughs> fried chicken. We've okay. taken it off the grate mm -hmm. to let some of the grease drip out. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I like a little squeeze of lemon juice. Got the lemon. Mm -hmm. So, would you like to taste some? Yeah, let me try it. We also garnish the plate with some uh, arugula. Mm -hmm. I call it Aguilera, <laughs> like Christina Aguilera. So, here, I'm getting ready to eat the first piece. It could be hot, so if it, it burns my mouth. Yes. All right, so be here careful. we go. Am I ready? Uh-huh. Okay, here I go. Mmm. <laughs> Mm. In Japan, they say oishi. Mm-hmm. Oishi. means tastes good. Here, I say, damn, that was good. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> mmm. Mm -hmm. Very moist. Yeah. And like I say, you can, you can, the, what makes it different from other fried chickens, I believe, is mm -hmm. that marinade. Yes. Because when you get into the meat, it's got... It's not just a bland piece of meat. Mm -hmm. It's got some flavor into it, so you don't only get to enjoy the fried crunchiness. Mm -hmm. You get to also enjoy the actual meat that has some taste, and also it's chicken thighs, which is a little bit fattier. Mm -hmm. But the pieces are not that huge, so that's right. you can afford to eat a little bit of uh, protein just to get out and walk a little bit, I guess. Mm -hmm. So like I said, uh, uh, just a uh, brief points review mm -hmm. would be um when you when you pour the um liquid like i said a sake marinade the cooking wine mm -hmm. soy sauce mm -hmm. uh sesame oil tablespoon one tablespoon each mm -hmm. uh, like i said uh, that order sake mm -hmm. cooking wine soy sauce sesame oil mm -hmm. and then uh 30 minutes. Yeah. Right. And also remember, that. too, that our portion is basically three decent sized chicken thighs, boneless yes. chicken thighs. Yes. So I don't know if it could, if it, this would have feed how many people. <laughs> well, this is more of two people. Two people. Yeah. Yes. So, so, you know, if you have a bigger family or something like mm -hmm. that, just kind of adjust accordingly. Yes. So it's not really difficult. Mm -hmm. um, the key is to marinate a good amount of time mm -hmm. and the frying part that uh, you do not dump the uh, flowers into the chicken uh, marinated ball. You're going to have a different two bowls. balls. Yeah. And, uh, and then when you fry, like I said, uh, cook it until inside is cooked good and then take it off for a minute and then at the very end to cook one more time with the high temperature but you have to be very careful because it's oil is really really hot mm -hmm. but that makes the crunchy mm -hmm. so like i said the key is to find the potato starch mm -hmm. and potato starch and the flour is always the same portion so however you put uh three tablespoon of flour then three tablespoon of potato right, starch as well right yes so sometimes you know when you're cooking that might not be enough or so mm -hmm. then you can add a tablespoon tablespoon each to right. adjust it again just make sure it stays even that's right mm -hmm. so it's not that difficult um it's pretty you know other than the waiting time then but uh, when you have those 30 minutes or something you can prepare something else right right um during that time yeah while you're letting it let you it could reach make a salad or something yes so um like i said if you have any questions or um if you have other i'll tell you what food, also if yes. they have the questions or the food anything that that they want us to do mm -hmm. one more thing if you've made this dish, mm -hmm. email us a picture of it. Yes, please, please. Email us a picture so we can... Wow, you just hit your whole sorry. head on the microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. But email us a picture uh, so so we can see what you've done. Uh, mm -hmm. Not that we're going to judge you or grade no, you or no, anything no. like that. But I want to see, you know, because I just... I'm used to this karage, but mm -hmm. it may be a, you know something very new to some people so. right and and it's it, it's a good gateway food mm -hmm. into japanese food because it's something that i'm sure 99 percent of people would mm -hmm. eat yes 
And uh, so, like I say, if you want to uh, send us a picture of your food, mm -hmm. if you want to give us any suggestions on something Japanese that you were wondering how to make, and mm -hmm. if we can make it, uh, we can try to do that. Just uh, send a, send your message or email to the JPPod, T-H-E-J-P-P-O-D, mm -hmm. at gmail.com. All right, so uh, now we've got our most important part of the show. We've got to close out here and eat before the food gets cold. So uh, thank you for listening this week. I'm JP. I'm Fiddlin' Leona. Have a great day, great night, great morning. Whatever time it may be, wherever you're at, this is the JP Pod. And always, you can find more information out as, uh, about you can find more information about us at www.johnpaulusa.com. Or you can find out more information from us. Uh, well, I'm having the hardest time ever. More information about us at www.fiddlingleona.com. That's F-I-D-D-L-I-N-G-L-E-N-O-N-A. L-E-O-N-A. L-E-N-O-N-A. I'm having the worst time talking today. All right. Thank you all. Have a great day. Johnny. Johnny. And it's a dakimasu. Dakimasu. Which means let's eat in Japanese.